For stage actors, it's not just about what is said, but how it's said, and the body language that's used. The same thing can be said for teachers. Educational psychology doctoral student David Alpizar talks about something called signaling, which can be a variety of ways to emphasize things to students, to draw their attention. Specifically, how signaling can be effective in multimedia classrooms where a lot of stimuli wrestle for the attention of students. Education Eclipse starts now. Education, news, and research. These are the conversations happening inside education, athletic training, sports science, and sport management that are going to transform each. It's Education Eclipse from Washington State University. Back here on Education Eclipse as part of Showcase. And uh, David Alpisar, thank you so much for joining me here on Education Eclipse. Hi. Uh, <laughs> a man of many words. Uh, David, you're doing a meta-analysis of uh, what you call signaling in multimedia learning environments. Uh, now, I think we know what multimedia learning environments are, generally speaking. Uh, what is signaling? Well, signaling, well, in a multimedia learning environment, professors and lecturers use PowerPoints, and sometimes the PowerPoints includes a lot of words or a lot of contents in the material, such as videos and other stuff. So signaling are like things like tests, pictures, gestures, or eye movements to make sure that the learner, to make sure that you could guide the learner's attention to the specific material. Whatever is important at the lecture, signals are used to guide the learner for that topic. So traditionally we've used like the, the little pointer, right? Yeah. You point at something specifically, but anytime, a, let's just say a, a teacher or a professor, anytime they, they would point at something on the yeah. screen? Yeah, like, yeah, they, they point at the screen, that would be a form of signaling. They add up like errors to the presentation. That's another form of signaling. They add up like color in the test. That's another form of signaling. Like using the, like you mentioned right now, the the laser pointer. That's another form of signaling. Just to make sure like this is what want you to know for the for the material. So sometimes we would use the word cue. Like I'm gonna cue you to something. Yeah, they use the we use the word cue and signals. I mean, the word cue and signals is used like kind of like goes back and forth between both of them. But in essence, it's just, just th it's things to use to guide the learner. Yeah. So you're reviewing the literature right now. Uh, what have you found so far that the effects of signaling in, in multimedia learning environments amount to? Yes, well, we do a meta-analysis and we look at, we found, doing, we found 29 studies that meet certain criteria that they use signaling versus no signaling. But we find that overall, out of those 29 studies, there were 45 independent effect sizes that came out out of those 29 studies. And overall, what we found out that signaling was very beneficial for learners. Overall, using signals created this positive benefit for learners to learn a material. material. Even, and it was even more beneficial when the participants were with prior knowledge, low prior knowledge. So that even got more better for them. So you mentioned 29 studies. Uh, roughly how many participants were involved in those uh, 29 studies? In total, there were 2,726 participants. So a little more than 2,700 participants. Yes, correct. Let's say, so with the results from this meta-analysis, right, how will this uh, be able to guide educators or uh, maybe even instructional designers in, in, in being able to help those uh, educators to to better use signaling techniques. 
Well, yeah, I mean, it's very beneficial because now, like, now whenever, whenever educators and instructional designers, what they could do, they could apply signals to their PowerPoints. Like, they want to add up, like, a PowerPoint with a lot of words. Now they could just add up, like, they could just signals to guide the learner. And then when it comes to, when it comes to, like, instructional designers, they could also continue, they could develop protocols and material using signalings when that material is too complex to catch. So they could use the word signalings to, to guide the learners. PowerPoint with a lot of words, that's a whole different problem. <laughs> David, thank you so much. Uh, I mean, this is really interesting. Anything else that, that you found to be very interesting about this? Uh, the mo one of the mo most important, interesting things is having good methodological features. Like when you have, like when you report your effect sizes, the reliability of your measurements, the quality of the study, all those really matter when you go using a pretest, a control for prior knowledge in this aspect. All these are very important things to continue doing in the methodology and future studies on this topic because it actually, our study, sh this meta-analysis shows that people who do what you're supposed to be doing in experimental designs have higher, higher impacts than and when you don't do part, when you don't do those things, so that will be the most interesting thing that I learned from this project. All right. Well, thank you so much. I'm going to add too that uh, Shola Adesop, who, who's he's part of a lot of these studies that I've I've talked about with grad students, but uh, he and Letitia Sternod are also uh, part of this. Uh, so I just wanted to throw them out there. But David, thank you so much for going over this research with me. You're welcome. Anytime. You've been listening to Education Eclipse, a College of Education podcast from Washington State University.